One misconception with a number of business owners is that the professional indemnity insurance is going to cover them. And look, it might to a very small amount pick up some privacy breaches, but it's not going to pick up all the other issues that relate to cybercrime. So it's very important to look at having that. And, and you know, not one cyber policy fits all. It is important that when you approach the insurer or your broker that you actually fill in the proposal form and have a good look at what the exposures your individual business have. Welcome to the REIQ Property Brief Podcast, proudly brought to you by Queensland's peak body for real estate professionals and powered by realestate.com.au, Australia's number one address in property. I'm your host, Rob Dory. It's the nightmare scenario every real estate sales principal and agent wants to avoid. Having financial transfers stolen by hackers, the real estate industry is increasingly seen by cyber criminals as a soft target. Hackers have grown adept to uh, intercepting communications and impersonating agents to redirect deposit funds into their own accounts. In some cases, entire agencies have been frozen out of their accounts. I'm joined by AON National Client Relationship Manager, Peter Lynch, to take a brief look at why agencies are a target for hackers and what can be done to stop them. Firstly, Peter, a little bit about yourself. Many know you, of course, but a little bit about your history. Oh, thanks very much, Rob. Look, I've been with AON over 30 years now and had over a 30-year relationship with the real estate industry. I've worked closely with a number of the real estate institutes around Australia and together with a number of the other franchise associations and still um, talk and train at different groups, and uh, which I've really enjoyed. I've also had a lot to do with the valuation industry and, of course, the management rights industry, so on-site managers. And we're going to talk about cyber attacks and cyber crime today. Besides that, what else has changed within the industry over the 30 years? is a long time. It is a long time, Rob. And then, look, the basics are still there. The exposure for agents for under professional indemnity policies for misrepresentation, misleading deceptive conduct. And a lot of that arises out of advertising, of course. And the other key area of exposure is the agent's business of property management, you know, slip and fall on rental properties, allegations of mismanagement of the rental property. But I think the two growing trends, if you want to use the term trending, what's trending today? Well, I think cyber is a growth area for everyone, every small business, not just real estate, but across Australia for all SMEs and not just large corporations, but SMEs. And the second one, of course, is employment practice. And that's unfortunately with his allegations by staff against employers of a real estate office. And that could be, you know, discrimination, sexual harassment, failure to promote. They're a growing issue, and that's really started to, um, I'd say, the last 10 years been a, a real growing trend there. So, Peter, you made mention in there that it's, you know, it's not just the larger companies, but let's just look at that for the moment because I thought it was really interesting. I did a bit of research, and I had no idea how many big business and financial institutions have been hacked in just 2021, and you would think that these companies would already have you know, so much in place to protect them. Um, New South Wales Health, LinkedIn, Carnival Cruises, NAB, TPG, United Care Queensland, Swinburne University, even Microsoft Australia Corporation was hit by a massive Microsoft server hack, Transport New South Wales, NT Health, uh, Channel 9 and associated companies, including Domain, Service New South Wales, Oxfam, ASIC, and of course, we all, if we're on Facebook, we know that there was that big hack with Facebook where even Mark Zuckerberg, the founder, um, his information was released. So no one is safe. So if these big companies are having it happen. Now, smaller businesses, individuals, real estates are being hacked as well. We heard the term earlier on, soft target. Why is real estate a soft target? 
I think it's more the attraction, Rob, that, you know, a real estate agency holds a lot of personal information. As you know, a property management um, division holds, you know, licence numbers, you know, passport numbers, bank account numbers. So that's, you know, an important – that's gold for, for a cyber criminal to get that sort of information. Additionally, real estate industry, to its credit, has been a great adopter of technology. That also opens some doors. And, of course, COVID has played into that. There's so many staff that are working from home now. There's not the same quality of control over uh, cyber attacks with people working from home. So that's another huge issue. And, of course, the other one, of course, is the transferring of money with sales of property, and that that is a very tempting target. And we'll come back to that in just a moment. But COVID, obviously, we, we've heard this across the board for, for, for cyber attacks, has just it's gone through the roof, hasn't it? And is that because, as you mentioned there, that we're all just spread out around the country? Well, we're spread out about the country. The communication sometimes is not the best. Sometimes it's so much easier when people are working the controlled environment of, a, of an office where the, the mail's getting around, but... No, it's it's it it is making a bigger exposure. So, as a real estate industry, obviously, you know, we pride ourselves on you know working firstly with individuals selling their homes with our potential buyers. They're putting money into our trust accounts. We're moving around that money, and the same with rentals. So, what can we do as an industry to safeguard ourselves and protect those that we're meant to protect? Well, look, one of the things that REIQ is doing at the moment is working with Secure Exchange, and they provide a third-party platform where those deposits are put up into a, a secure environment, and when the transfer of money happens, you know that it's safe. And that's that's an important thing, and I think that's where we're all moving into that, to give everyone peace of mind. And is there anything that we can do as businesses when you look at, um, you know, if we are working remotely, that businesses can put in place to, to safeguard as well? Oh, look, it's, it's a matter of, you know, really getting protocols in place with your IT provider with regard to anti-spam and, you know, updating software and patchwork and all of that is, is so important. But look, can I tell you, Rob, the single most important thing, I think no matter whether you're working for a large corporation or working for a small real estate agency, it's staff training. It's it's awareness it is a total awareness, and I like to use the term a cyber-centric office, and that is where it is is—it is just part of your mentality to be aware of those risks. And I'm guessing it's not a set and forget. This is going to be something that we need to put in place in our training and practices with our businesses. Well, I think it, to, to quote the Prime Minister talking about we've got to live with COVID, we've got yeah. to live with, with cybercrime, and it's going to continually evolve. And as we find an answer to some of the cybercrimes, a new one pops up. So... Constant training and education is imperative. And when we talk about insurances, liabilities and who pays for what, um, you know, personally, I only recently with one of my credit cards with Amex, I, someone tried to move some money around and they covered that. Are we covered with our insurances that we currently uh, use within the industry? Well, look, I think to go back a step on you mentioned about the banks, uh, Rob, there is a misconception with a lot of people that the banks are going to pick up every time money goes missing. Well, they're not. I mean, it's quite... It's probably not a big surprise. <laughs> no, no big surprise there at all, Rob. Look, I think if the if the fault can be linked back to the bank, sure, that's going to be the yeah. case. But look, if it if they can prove, or the, you know, the allegation is that actually the, the the fault lied with you because of lack of security on funds, well, you've got some problems. Yep, yep. So I mean, it does go back to having the safeguards in your business, and of course, looking at having a good cyber insurance program. So what does that look like? Well, that look that looks like having a, a program that's going to not only um, to, you know cover the you know the losses that arise from you know phishing claims. I mean, this is the most common one, and I think we've just seen one going around today. It's a Microsoft 365 where they're wanting people to, to get in and change their details and, and secure it when really it's it's a scam. And, and how many people fall for this? So it, it does all roads lead back to this education piece. 
But from the insurance side of it, one of the great things about cyber insurance, and particularly if you have the the proper and and wide coverage, is the cyber insurer at the time of an event will step in. It's a 24-7 cover where they will help you identify how it occurred, how to mitigate the loss, and importantly, post the loss, how to protect yourself. That's the important bit. This sounds really interesting from an insurance perspective. So are we saying that you you get this sort of cover and then they have a particular department that is actually going to not just cover you for any losses, but they're going to help you research. They are. They're going to help you recover and and get back on your feet. And look, in the majority of cases in business, we just don't have that sort of ability to do that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if of of all the claims that, a, that an agent or a person can have, this is one where time is, is everything. If someone, a principal, is sitting there right now and they're thinking, I'm not covered, what would be the, the key points that they need to make sure they have in whatever cover they're going to get? One uh, misconception with a number of um, business owners is that their professional indemnity insurance is going to cover them. And, look, it might, to a very small amount, pick up some privacy breaches, but it's not going to pick up all the other issues that re- relate to cybercrime. So it's very important to look at having that. And, and you know, and, and it's not one po- cyber policy fits all. It is important that when you approach the insurer or your broker that you actually fill in the proposal form and have a good look at what the exposures your individual business have. There's going to be a big difference between a contractor that doesn't have a trust account to say somebody that's running a large trust account and has got large staff numbers and that sort of thing. And tell me, I hear some people say, well, it doesn't matter if I, I get hacked because there's really nothing that uh, they can they can use from me or I'm backed up, so therefore I can go and access all my data again. But it's more than that, isn't it? It's what they get out of the data. That- and as I said, you know, it's the personal information that they extract, you know, which then puts you at risk too because you're putting your clients at risk. And, you know, the one thing that cyber insurance can't replace for you is reputational damage. Well, Peter, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. Of course, if anyone wants to know more, just head to aon.com.au. But before you go, you did make mention of an example of a hack a little earlier on, and you've got one from within the real estate industry as well that happened uh, with a fairly large agency. So they had 35 computers, so this is a decent size. Tell us what happened. Yeah, it is. Robert, it's a Brisbane agent too and uh, on the north side and uh, had the unfortunate one where the staff um, got a, uh, you know, the typical email which the staff thought was from an energy provider. Quite a number of them opened it. Uh, next minute they know they've got blank screens and somebody demanding a ransom. And, uh, look, I can't go into all the details of the names, but suffice to say they had 35 computers out for a week. Uh, I think if there's any principals out there can envisage having no computers for a week, um, and particularly into this current market, would you like to have no computers and no com- way to communicate with your clients? And this comes down again as what you said before about training. It's just opening up an email and we get them all the time. We're now getting text messages as well. I don't know how many text messages and m- messages I've had on my phone recently from oh, people as well. Robert, look, it's so important. And, and look, my last point is that, you know, in a real estate office, there's always a sales training meeting. There's a property management meeting. Each one of those meetings has got to have that reminder every week about being aware of of the cyber risk. You know, don't open emails you're not aware of. You know, don't transfer or change bank account details just on an email. You know, make certain you're doing that multi-factor authentication. Pick up the phone, ring up your landlord or your vendor and confirm the details. It's so important. Peter Lynch, Aon National Client Relationship Manager. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up after the break, join us for Confessions of a Real Estate Agent, where we share secret stories from real estate professionals. Manage your success anywhere, anytime with Ignite by realestate.com.au. By downloading the Ignite app, 
you can get the latest insights on your campaign performance when you're out and about and access the latest reports to share with your vendors. You can receive and respond to buyer inquiries so you never miss an opportunity to move your listings. Request and reply to your reviews and share them directly to your social media accounts to position yourself as a local expert. You can even take control of your personal brand by updating your agent profile. To set yourself up for success, download the Ignite app from Google Play or the App Store or visit ignite.realestate.com.au. New Queensland smoke alarm legislation is only months away. From 2022, all rental properties must meet strict compliance requirements, which includes the installation of interconnected smoke alarms in every bedroom. Queensland properties being sold must meet these same rules prior to sale. Be aware of your obligations under the law and ensure you meet compliance. Smoke Alarm Solutions are the REIQ's preferred provider. For more information, visit smokealarmsolutions.com.au today. They say confession is good for the soul. Well, this next segment is good for everyone's soul. Confessions of a real estate agent. Each week, we ask Queensland real estate professionals to anonymously reveal their starkly honest stories about working in the profession. The good, the bad, and the potentially outrageous. is a sales manager and I've been in the real estate industry for about 25 years. What motivated me to be a part of this industry was that you're able to foster a long-term career and it can be something that is financially rewarding. And annually I earn about $140,000. The highest ever commission I've earned was $60,000 and it came from selling two commercial properties side by side. Without naming names, my best ever client has been a family that I ended up doing 12 transactions with. My worst ever client has been a crazy bodybuilder steroid user who ripped out plants from the garden two days before the settlement and then threatened to kill me if money was withheld. And during my career, my most successful achievement has been helping other agents to become successful themselves. I once impressed both my boss and my client by selling an entire development estate in a a very short time. It was 36 blocks and I achieved outstanding prices. What I've learned from success and from failure is that it's all up to me. If I succeed or fail, it's all on me. Real estate can be challenging and everyone makes mistakes. But ultimately, real estate professionals make life-changing differences to people's lives every day. By sharing your secret stories, we want to uplift and inspire the industry. To share your story anonymously, go to reiq.com forward slash confessions. Thank you for listening to the REIQ Property Brief, proudly brought to you by Queensland's peak body for real estate professionals and powered by realestate.com.au, Australia's number one addressing property. 